Hi, I'm Ben. I'm Beth. And this is seriously not even close to booze. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Cheers. Clink. No. Nope. Refreshing though. You ever just not want to? Yeah, right now. Yeah, right now. It's just it wasn't the day for it. No. It's the day for books. It is the day for books. Yeah, I want to talk about books, but I just I don't. Sometimes it's too stressful to drink. Mm-hmm. That's a weird sentence, mm-hmm. but it's a true one. Yes. Yeah. I will tomorrow. Yeah. And to school. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Well, yeah. you have to prepare for the end of school. It's a different type of stress. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I asked you yesterday if there was somebody I could um, pay to keep my kids. Mm-hmm. My answer is the same. Mm-hmm. Social services. Right. We've been paying for it this whole time. I, I know, but I, I really just wanted a temporary solution. Having yeah. having summers off is fun for, for kids, but um, not really for parents. Yeah, and... Uh, what do you do with them? What are you doing with the kids? Uh, they go back to camp. Yeah, mine too. I mean, really, back at school. Same. To be uh, fair. Yeah, so. this year she's going back to the school because it rotates between three schools in right. our district. Right. And she's going back to the same school that she's been going to for the entire year. Same. Yeah, and then halfway through, I'm going to take her out of that because uh, drastic change is good for kids. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to put her in your kid's school. Awesome. Because I closed on my house. Okay. I got my keys. Congrats. Like four days ago. That's exciting. I'm excited to someday listen back to these podcasts and hear... Joy. ...me get closer every single week to owning a house. Because I'm pretty sure there was a moment of sheer frustration with mm-hmm. this house buying process. Yes. There. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. now um, we can enjoy all of your stories of moving. Uh-huh. And, and how we aren't going to help you. No, because like I said, it's not your fault I bought a house. Right. So you, you're not required. Right. If you'd like to come... And have a drink with me while the movers move stuff yes, in. Yes, we're going to do that. Yeah. I'll bring a chair. Because we're now neighbors. We are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Was that on purpose? N- the neighborhood was on purpose. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Because we love the neighborhood. It is, instead of being 45 minutes from work, it's 15 minutes away from work. Mm-hmm. Instead of being 30 minutes away from grandma, we are seven minutes away from grandma. And you back up to a bar. And I do back up to the bar that I go to all the time. Right. Yes. So that's convenient. I've actually already walked there twice from the house. <laughs> and you don't live there yet. No, because the day we got the keys, um, we went to the house, even though we'd seen it before, but it's just, you have yeah, to go in. of course. Um, and then I tried to tear up some carpet, hoping that there was some awesome flooring underneath. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Um, my carpet is the You color. know that those stories only happen on HGTV like, for like 100-year homes? Which is why I was just hoping so yeah. much. But nope, not a home built in 98, turns out. <laughs> it's plywood <laughs> underneath there. Um, and so then we walked to the bar mm-hmm. for a celebration. And then it was my brother's 40th birthday. Um, what's up, old guy? Um, and Older brother. Yeah, older brother. Right. Um, uh, then uh, he wanted to see the house on his birthday, so I took him out to the same bar. Mm-hmm. I parked at the house and walked to the bar. Classic. And then um, walked back to show him the house. It worked out. It's gonna, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Turns out this is gonna work out. Cool. Just okay. Um, I apologize ahead of time since your husband and I are such good friends mm-hmm. for all the fish that he's probably going to buy. There are um, a lot of fish. Yeah. And a lot of shrimp. That's my fault. And Which, by the way, uh-huh. um, I was very much against you guys going on a mandate and buying fish. Because, uh-huh. um, as it turns out, they're expensive. 
Like the whole process is kind of expensive. The startup is expensive. Yeah. Um, I will tell you, it is. It's very relaxing. It is. It's I wonderful. enjoy watching them. It's a, and it's a and it's a good hobby because you probably don't have to do any of the cleaning. Uh, no, I no. just I sit and watch. But um, I will tell you the, the amount of um, uh, snail fornication that we watch as a family is. Yeah, your snails are reproducing. I mean, I think oh I need one gosh. of those like peep show curtains. Yeah, my children don't need to know about. Mommy, why are there so many new snails? And yeah. what is that snail doing to this one? Well, actually, and those types of snails don't even have to. I know. They can do it on their own. I know. By themselves. Yeah. It's, but I got your, I got him to buy a snail that eats other snails. Yeah, the assassin snail. The assassin snail. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, Who would have thought? Yeah. No. 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 Nope. So please, I love them. They're lovely. Yeah. No more. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, and who'd have thought of the assassin snail? It turns out one of nature's favorite things, mm-hmm. murder. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about books. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, what are you drinking? <laughs> um, mint water. It's, you have to say it's just water with plants in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love mint. It's it's wonderful. One of, one of the things that I want to do very badly in the new place is make a little herb box mm-hmm. garden. Mm-hmm. There's already rosemary growing in my backyard, Yeah, which is wonderful. You realize that's like... A big weed and like you can't kill it, right? Uh, yeah, but it's 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 actually isolated to two spots, okay. so I will be able to dig it up and okay. move it. And then I want to do like mint and basil and stuff because I put mint in drinks all the time. Mm-hmm. Every morning I do. Yeah, you know my normal vodka soda is my my if I'm not drinking whiskey because you can't drink whiskey every night. You can drink vodka every day. Sure It'll can. save you from radiation. We've learned that. We have. Um, Thanks, Chernobyl. I don't have people do vodka soda and lime. I do vodka soda with mint. Hmm. It's lovely. Not all bars have mint, so you kind of have to fall back on the line. Or bring your own. Yeah, or bring my own. That's not weird. I don't think it is if you have, like, a specific drink. Yeah, yeah. I mean, haven't people brought, like, their own hot sauces before to restaurants? I've done that. Sure. Yeah. Why can't you bring your own mint? I was in a Chipotle, like, five months ago, and a guy whipped out hot sauce from his pocket and handed it to the lady making his burrito and asked her... It's like, okay, put rice, then the hot sauce, beans, and then the hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And she did it. Proper layering. Proper layering. You know, like an elf, you know, when he's having his bowl of spaghetti or whatever, mm-hmm. and he, like, reaches up his sleeve and pulls mm-hmm. out the maple syrup. The syrup. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I envision mm-hmm. you going to a bar, pulling out some mint, and go, put that in there. Yeah, a uh, going into a bar and pulling up, like, let's say, like, a small lunch baggie of green plants is probably going to go well every time. You're not smoking them. No. <laughs> Or are you? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't work out. No, I don't think so. So. Okay. Good. Mm. Good. And, yeah. yeah, more energy drinks, which is I, not you. No, I don't usually drink caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my second energy drink this week. Okay. It might be my third. Yeah, I think it's more my, like might be my third. It's been a very long week. Yeah. And it's I have... Wednesday? To, it's Wednesday, <laughs> and I have to stop this. Okay. Like, this has to be the last one. Okay. They're sugar-free, though. Mm-hmm. I care about calories. Sure. Um, but this still might have calories. It might not be calorie-free. No, I think it has zero. No, zero. Yeah, no. It's two servings. Mm-hmm. Just because it's zero calories. Two servings of no calories. You shouldn't drink that and put that in your body. But, you know. I shouldn't. Okay. No. All right. Carry on. Beth, tell me about free fall. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh! Jessica Berry, who, who, by the way, like, that's the author's name. Mm-hmm. That's not her real name. Did you know this? 
Uh, I did after you told me. Yeah. Because I totally Googled Jessica Berry because um, she and I are going to be new best friends, and she's not aware of that yet. So I feel like that's a little bit weird if I don't properly know her real name. Um, her name is Melissa Pimentel. I think is how you pronounce it. Has she written anything else under that name? Uh, I don't think so. I think this was considered her debut novel. So after last week when you were raving about this and we've all listened to you talk about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Eight um, weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you gifted it to me, I immediately started and you, I'm not going to say this very often, you were totally right. Mm-hmm. This book is amazing. Like more than five stars. Yeah. Loved it. So back up. Yeah. Hold on a second. I have given you more good books than books you haven't liked. My track record is spectacular okay. with you. Your track record in recommendations for me specifically has mm-hmm. been good. Yes. That does not mean that the books you read are something that I would suggest. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. I, I know when you don't want to read something I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I am an incredible fan of Jessica Berry. That's what we'll, we'll refer mm-hmm. to her as Jessica JB, yeah. best friends. Um, yeah, we're new best friends. She lives in London, which makes us even more best friends because mm-hmm. that's where I want to live. Um, she's from Boston. This book is ridiculous, people. If you want a thriller, um, something that is not only just easy to read, but just every page you're like, oh my God, what's happening next? Like, I know you said anxiety. I didn't have anxiety reading this book. I just was like entirely captivated the entire time. Um, and I do want to point out that I know it took you a long time to figure out like the twist because there's, there mm-hmm. was quite a few. I could kind of see it coming. Oh, really? But again, awesome. I was I was looking for it. Okay. Because after you were like, no, you know, 10 pages towards the end, like is when it kind of hit you. Um, like 10 pages before they actually tell, did, told did the thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Did the thing. I didn't see it coming. I kind of saw it coming. I was like, ooh, this is, yeah. So obsessed. Yes. Like completely obsessed with this book. I will read absolutely the next thing she writes. And the thing to point out, and I think you know, this is not my normal type of book. Yeah. It's it's really not. I like thrillers and I like stuff like that, but for I usually only read them when you tell me I should. Mm-hmm. For me to pick one right. is a little abnormal. Right. And it was so good. So should we just recap what it's about in case people didn't yeah, listen go for last it. week? Go for it. Okay, so and you, you jump in here. So uh, two parallel stories. Um, one told by the mom, Maggie, and one told by the daughter, Allison. Um, Allison is in a plane crash, um, a two-seater plane crash. She survives, but somebody's on the hunt for her um, in the Colorado Rockies. And she, I think you mentioned this before, she changes into um, you know clothes that she can like escape in, essentially. Um, I love that she was smart enough to grab things that like, for like a survival, right? Mm-hmm. That her dad had taught her as a young child. Yep. I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Um, and she goes, and and somebody's on the hunt. I mean, somebody's clearly looking for her. And that's kind of who I, when they started talking about that at the beginning of the book, I was like, ooh, who's looking for her? And that's why I kind of, mm-hmm. kind of that's where I figured that out. Um, so it walks through how she's getting out of the Rockies and what she's going to do about it. And then they go back and tell the story of basically how she got into the position that she's in and then maggie her mom so the parallel stories um her mom finds out that she was in this crash um they essentially um they they've claimed that she has died so they have a memorial service and what have you um but her mom doesn't think that she like there's something up her mom's not buying it and needs to kind of dive into you know what happened because she had an estranged relationship with her daughter for the past couple years so she hadn't actually seen her in quite a while but 
the love is still there. Like her, I mean, she's her mom. So she's going to find out where her daughter is. Um, and as it turns out, because this is her only like family member, you know, her husband had passed, um, she's going to do anything that she, she can. Um, the mother's will is very strong and to find out what happened to her th- with her daughter. Yeah. And, you know, I thought that was the part that could have so easily been overdone. Mm-hmm. Like her mom's obsession could have just been like, oh, come on. But no, it was, as a parent. Yeah. You know, it, I, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the things that she got mad about were so human. She's like, I I want her things. Right. Like her clothes and all this other stuff. I mean, clothes are so such a base level thing. Like, who, who cares? What was she going to do with those clothes? Right. But to have something of her daughter's. That was what was more important. So I think and- that's actually when I started figuring out, like, oh, okay. So Allison um, gets together with basically the CEO of this very, very um, – successful drug company um which is just so i mean i think the timing of this is just kind of crazy so mm-hmm. anti- antidepressants with with new moms and postpartum depression and what have you um so i thought that like that was a very unique kind of twist it was and so cool i would really love to ask the author like mm-hmm. why that specifically because it's you know that's in the news all the time or what have you um but the second that when the mom went out when maggie went out to collect her items and to investigate and there was zero trace of her daughter like you knew at that point. Like, that's, for me at least, that's, you knew where this, the story was going to go. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't disappoint. Well, I, I, no, gosh, it didn't even come close to disappointing. No. Um, I'm actually kind of glad that I waited this long to, to read it because I was in a spot to where I could really spend a lot of time with it and mm-hmm. really digest it and then immediately make you read it. Yeah. Um, so no, it didn't disappoint at all. I, was really impressed by her writing style changes between the two chapters. Yeah. Between the two chapters, between the two perspectives. Yeah. Um, because they're... Well, you said one was like a stream of consciousness, right? And yes, one was, that's... Yeah. 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 So so Allison is a stream of consciousness. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. This is second to second, real time, the actions that I'm taking. And mm-hmm. Maggie is written more like a traditional book. Mm-hmm. And it's really impressive. And it, it just gives these like super high peaks with Allison of for me it was anxiety level mm-hmm. it's just like everything's scary everything's awful and a big drop to Maggie's super depressed because yep. her daughter's dead I'm gonna sit here and drink this cup of coffee and search the internet and try to figure this stuff it's like like it's like crazy then calm crazy then calm mm-hmm. like very roller coaster mm-hmm. in in a way that um just really got me yeah like yeah Totally yep. cool. I'm glad you liked it too. I'm glad I'm not crazy. No, you're not crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I would say this is definitely a top five book that I've read in the past. I, I mean, couple of years maybe. This, this is it's my crazy. this is my favorite book that I can think of in the last two years. Yeah, and it and to put another caveat on that, the one I also enjoyed the most. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the best one that I think I've read, and I think it's also the one that I've enjoyed the most. Because yeah. sometimes those can be different different sure. things. Sure. Um, you know, my favorite movie of all time is not the best movie I've ever seen. It doesn't stop from being my favorite movie. Sure. So it's like, it's it's one of those as well. So well done, oh, Jessica Berry. Yes. Write more. Send it to us. Now, you said you wish you would like to ask her questions. Uh-huh. I do. She listened. Okay. To the podcast. Yes. And she sent us messages. Okay. Which was really, really cool. And I have actually asked her. Um, if like we did with with Deck Matthews, right. if she wouldn't mind spending twenty minutes with us to ask more questions, I am waiting on an answer to that. I can actually see that she has not viewed that message yet right. because 
thank you 2019 of making this completely stalkery um, when it tells when people read, read messages or not. Um, I have that turned off on all my devices. So wait, do you think I freaked her out when I told her I want to be best friends with her? Did you actually <laughs> tell her that? I, I mean, just a few minutes ago. Uh, no, she wants to be best friends with you too. I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Durr. yeah, I mean, come on, we're great. Um, and so she sent me a message. So last week we talked about a couple things. We said we'd like to ask her a couple of questions. We wanted to know, did she write the whole story and then weave plot holes back in? Yes. Right. So, um, so she says to answer some of your questions, um, yes, for the draft, I definitely built a lot of the plot after writing the first draft, Okay. which you know, we thought was really cool. And this was really funny. She said, actually, the first couple of drafts were basically, quote, woman is lost in the woods and her mother is sad. <laughs> my agent pointed out that might not be enough to keep readers interested. Um, hug your agent. Yes. Um, because, I mean, I don't know how much of this story is new, but readers were interested as two people who are readers. Mm-hmm. Um, very interested. Um, and she also said, yes, writing the follow-up is super hard. But we know that she is working on something um, as a follow-up. So, okay. So, yeah. okay. Um, I don't know if it's a follow-up to Freefall, but she's working on a book, Another project. An, okay. On another project. Okay. And I think you could do a follow-up to this book. There was a lot more sure. just terrible things going on that, yeah. uh, that you could follow up with that. So um, thank you, Jessica, for listening. Oh, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope you listen this week as well. And I hope you let us talk to you. That would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Yes. I would I would be I would be really excited. I might go read it again. It's a book that I would read again. Like I actually so you bought it for me, but I might go buy a hard copy. That's a book I would own a hard copy of. Yeah. My my new house is gonna have a library in it. Yeah. That's I'm awesome. very excited about having a library in it because I love actual books. Yes. Uh, I love book artwork. I like I love the whole thing about actual books and that's one i think i would have mm-hmm. um you ever seen the actual artwork for it have you ever seen the hard copy of it yeah yeah it's cool it is very cool. it's a really it's a really neat design yeah um i literally judged a book by this cover because that's how i saw it and that's i saw that and said hey that looks cool i'm gonna look at it and that's how we got it so mom you were wrong i can judge a book by x color thank you very much and it was awesome <laughs> and it was fantastic <laughs> so yeah. what else are you reading um so I am reading a, a James Patterson one right now that's um, um, really just kind of into it. So we'll we'll go into that maybe next week. I'm not super in love, which is not mm. really like him. Um, Are we sure he wrote it? When, I think he's, I mean, he's tagged towards it. So oh. we won't talk about that one necessarily right now. But um, so I do want to tell you about um, a book that I'm definitely reading next. I've got two two books for sure that are um, I hope to be able to talk about for our next book podcast Mm -hmm. um the first one is a book um we've got a friend uh, of the podcast friend of both of ours that um made a suggestion and this book just seemed totally up my alley and um really overly excited about it he had commented about um the book that i reviewed last week uh, the day the world came to town right right so about 9 11 and he said Hey, I've got this story. I actually have ties to the story. I'm I'm kind of in it in some regard, which I don't I don't know where what role he plays in this. Um, but it's a story of um, a, a friend of his who was killed in Afghanistan, um, and it's the story written of I think his his life, but told by um, his sister. So what I think is going to be really interesting and what my friend kind of commented and, and told me why I would like this book is, you know, and all too often in grieving situations. So whether it be, you know, a military situation or just death in general or what have you, there's always kind of that primary layer of grief 
right? If your spouse passes away, like you, that's a, that's a first level of, of grief. Um, you know, but then about what, what about the kids or what about the siblings or what about other people? Sometimes you have to be, um, you don't necessarily get the right to be as, as sad, if you will, if you're the not the main person. Does I that get make sense? almost like some gatekeeping to the, the to the sadness. Like I'm I get sadder it. than you. Yeah, and here's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he he was my husband. He was only your, you know, your best friend. It's not the same. Right. And it totally. Who are you to tell me what what my, my grief's supposed to be? So, yeah. um, so I, I I think this story and this is um, the the book is called Always My Hero by Renee Nickel. Um, it's gotten great reviews online, and the story is about I, I think about her grief. Uh, being the sister of um, basically a war hero war hero it's a tongue twister so I'm excited to to read that one this week I just bought it sounds really good yeah it sounds really it sounds really great Um, definitely at my alley I mean I'm dead inside, but those military videos on TV. Oh, oh don't no. That's the one time. Yeah, like the, you mean talking about like dads and moms yeah. coming back from the war. Yeah, yeah. It, every time. Yeah, I mean, and they're on Facebook on a daily basis, and I get mm-hmm. sucked in just watching them. I mean, it's just yeah. it's yeah, it's that's yeah. It, it'll take me five minutes. I mean, it will take me two seconds. And again, everything else, I'm not so much. Like at kindergarten graduation yesterday, the teachers were like. Here's some tissue boxes. I'm like, no, for what? I didn't do it. I don't have allergies right now. Mm-mm. I'm good. No, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> you learned the difference between triangles and squares. Yes. Like actual graduation will probably tear up. Yeah, we got some time. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's probably more like I have to pay for college now. This yeah. Is gonna... So I'm gonna read that, and then um, we put out a contest a couple weeks ago. We did do that on Twitter, asking um, some of our uh, writing friends mm-hmm. to suggest some books that perhaps we don't know about mm-hmm. that I might like mm-hmm. because a lot of the ones that we were coming through um, definitely had dragons and spaceships and things of that nature. We were just front. looking at one that had like a horse and fire and said the word middle ages on it. You picked that one, I assume. No. Oh. So to be fair, it was a random picking of all the it books. Was. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will continue to go down this list as we, you know, it, discuss. You and, know, it was actually kind of fun to do the random picking. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then see what we got. Yeah. So I would, yeah, I'll do. I'll keep doing this way. Okay, so you want to know what I drew out of the hat? Mm, nope. Okay. I do. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, and I think this is hilarious because the, the title is called Only an Idiot Gets Lost in Chicago. Just really good. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Mike Ruther, I think is how you pronounce his last name. I think so. Um, sorry, Mike, if we're pronouncing that incorrectly but but we're gonna read your book we're gonna read your book yeah uh i actually already bought it on amazon oh, did you? Great. Yep, i just did that so um yeah we're gonna give our indie friends some some love mm-hmm. and those are gonna be my two books next week yep yeah awesome what did you pick i um picked uh, it was a book called it was you okay um by jade lee wright so funny happenstance mm-hmm. jade lee wright has a podcast yeah called books and booze um out in i'm not sure if she, they live in australia and new zealand i'm uh-huh. not sure if she's the one that was in australia or or new zealand okay um actually because they do a podcast and they've never met each other um it's crazy it's all and it's, it's really good i was listening to the, their latest episode they hadn't podcasted in about a month um and my my feed updated and i was listening to their thing on the way in uh yesterday um and they listened to us too um because they were mentioning how they were going to read, read abandon after us talking about abandoned by blake crouch mm-hmm. so it's just really funny that um i got uh her book because I didn't actually know she was an indie author until, awesome. until recently. So I'm excited. Is she excited. part of the indie authors group? She is part of the indie authors group, okay. I think. Okay. I, I, that might be how she found it. Okay. Now, um, I'm actually a little bit excited to say that uh-huh. looking at the Goodreads page, book is completely outside my wheelhouse. Okay. Out of my, out of my normal wheelhouse. So 
Um, I think that's fun because I think that's what this is designed for. Like if I had picked another one of Deck Matthews' books, um, it would have been like, yeah, okay, I'll, this is this is great. This is going to be easy. I'm obviously going to enjoy it. So this puts me in like a, in a different position. I'm going to read a book that I probably wouldn't wouldn't normally pick, but okay. I'm I'm excited to What's talk it about. about? It. Um, or like, do you need it, the premise? So, from the quick premise, because we just we honestly picked today. Yep. Um, it seemed like it was about uh, a married couple. Okay. And one person finds that the other person is cheating, and not just cheating like with one individual, but there's like multiple, and it's been going on for a long time, and it seems like very. Um, it, it seemed from the outside to be kind of depressing, but also seemed pretty realistic because mm-hmm. um, things like that happen. I almost wondered if it was a book about sex addiction, uh, addiction by the way that uh, by the way that it started. Oh, um, I could I could be wrong, yeah. um, but but uh, uh, the the uh, description and the premise of the book read well, and that always is a good sign. Okay. <laughs> so cool. so I, I'm looking forward to that. But my next book is uh, Sons of the Soil by Lucas Dines. Um, and I have to disappoint Lucas mm-hmm. right now because I've finished uh, Sleeping Giants mm-hmm. by Sylvain Nouvelle, mm-hmm. the book that wasn't uh, about space, but it was about giant robots, <laughs> which is about space. Yes. <laughs> turns out. Um, turns out quite a bit about space. They didn't go to space, but they're probably totally going to go to space. Um, and I'm going to read all three of these books in a row. Okay. I, I, so I finished it. Um, it this was one of those because it was just so hard to read. Because uh, it read I, like an interview, right? It read like an interview, and, and I'll and I'll get back okay. to that. Um, it, it was so hard for me to find time to read. I, the book was not hard to read. The book is exceptionally enjoyable to read. It was hard for me to read. Just going through like the house buying oh, okay, and it. like sick kids. It, actually, this took me longer than a three hundred fifty page book normally would. Three hundred page book, whatever it was. Um, but it was so. I just finished last night. It was so good. Um, I know I said that I was going to buy all three as physical copies. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't done reading last night. I wanted to keep reading, and I wanted to keep reading this story. So the magic of a Kindle, mm. I immediately bought it. Amazon um, One Click is glorious. It is. It was It was so great because I, I bought it on my phone, mm-hmm. and then I looked over at my Kindle and saw it doing its thing already. Like, I didn't have to touch. It just started downloading, and I, just, and I, immediately, I immediately started reading. Um so yes, it does read like an interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so back up. Um, book was about a girl lived in a small mining town. Um, totally introverted scientist. Uh, didn't want people around at her birthday party, i.e., my spirit animal. Mm-hmm. Um, rides her bike through the forest. Falls in a big hole, uh, and there's a robot hand in it. Come you know twenty some odd years later, uh, she's the scientist that gets put in charge of figuring out what what the heck this thing is because it's not made out of a metal that you normally find on earth um the power source like they can't find what's powering like the room it was found in um like all this stuff they go on kind of a search around the world to find the rest of the body because it's a giant female robot um it reads like an interview as they like progress through ne- next steps. And the the interviewer, they never say his name. They never say where he works. It's very obvious. It's very much hinted that he's a CIA operative. Okay. Um, he seems to have power over uh, the executive branch of the White House as well. They kind of just listen to him and do what he says. He threatens one of the senior secretaries several times. He's like, "Hey, well, if you tell anybody my name, they're not going to find you again." And it's not. And he he's never like threatening. He's never. He's a very, he's a very smart, very confident, matter of fact character. 
So everything with him reads like an interview, right? So he's asking uh, the different people questions and they answer. So it's like written in a bold font and then like a normal font. But then all the main characters uh, partway through the book start getting journal entries, right? They're doing their own journal entries and it reads like a story of things of what they're doing. Hmm. And it is awesome. It, it's such, I've never seen this before because um, World War Z was kind of like it because it was done like an interview. I've never read that book. I just listened to the audiobook. I know it's your favorite book of all time. She hated it. Oh, um, oh my she God. Was so, that was the one where I screwed up. Um, I mean, and I wasted hours. Yeah, because you're not oh. a quitter. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Because we should be quitters sometimes. Yes. Um, and it, it's such a fascinating story. And I, I kind of figured out why I got into it and I get into books like this mm-hmm. and why I was excited to finish the other ones. I talk about like post-apocalyptic books a lot. Mm-hmm. I like them. Um, I like books like this. And it's not the post-apocalyptic thing that I really like that I've kind of found out. I like stories of things happening, like giant world events. Okay. That's what I think I like, that okay. are kind of out of the out of the norm, mm-hmm. right? Because eventually, uh, on accident, robot gets seen by the world, and it changes the world, right? It's just like... Russia and North Korea all have problems. They think the U.S. is coming for like for weapons testing, um, and it ended up starting reading like this current event. The interviews read like current events, and the journal entries read like current events. But it's written with a very smart hand of like, hey, this isn't super fantastical. This is just a thing that's actually happening in the world. And I like stuff like that a lot, um, especially when it seems to be grounded in somewhat mm-hmm. real science because giant robots really aren't real science, but it's written in a way that it would be. And it's cool because you, you do find out that, hey, space aliens, um, you know, stuff like that. But they don't go over heavy-handed with that. Like, you haven't seen a spaceship land, you haven't seen an alien, but there's kind of like, yeah, we have some proof that this is where this came from, So, which is why I immediately want to go to book two. Okay. I want to know what happens. The next book is called Waking Gods. Um, and uh, I've just barely started that, you know, 30 pages in um, last night, but I definitely want to finish. I think I'm going to finish this whole thing out. If I have time to read, the book flies. Okay. And it, you know, it just flies. And so I got to thinking about that a lot of like, you know, why do I like these books of world events and what other books, you know, can I draw uh, uh, some sort of comparative to? Mm-hmm. And the best one that I could draw to you that you would remember is there's a book called The Age of Miracles that you had me read um, by Karen Thompson Walker. Um, Years ago. This was years ago. Yeah, like three years ago. No, I think more than that. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. yeah, It might might have been a while ago. I could go look at my Goodreads and see when I finished it. Oh, that Um, book gave me nightmares. Yeah, because the the earth slows down. Yes, it does. Yeah. but So the story wasn't about the earth, though. It was focused... Her name was Julia or Julie. It's one of the. It's one of the two. Okay. It was a J name, I think so. Um, it focuses on a like a fourteen or fifteen year old yeah, girl, girl. Uh-huh. and she she ages throughout to be like seventeen, eighteen in the time. But it was like her coming of age story, uh-huh. like right as a growing up mm-hmm. as, as as a young girl, like having a, a a boyfriend, seeing her dad cheat on her mom, mm-hmm. all while Earth is dying while avoiding the sun. While avoiding, yeah, because yeah, because mm-hmm. Earth is slowing down in a way to where crops hot. are getting too much sun. Yep. It's getting too hot, and 
like it was a story it was this compartmentalized story like in these giant world events so um sleeping giants had that as well like it's got these stories about these two individuals that you know kind of fall in love with each other during this time period the trials and tribulations that they go through but yet still giant robots and aliens and world-changing stuff so it's i think that's just something that i really like i really like that that type of you know like a world-changing event but with little compartmentalized stories inside of it just it just i always you do realize i'm gonna have nightmares tonight right yeah yeah well i mean for months I think I because of Age of Miracles again. Yes. Yeah, I had one too. Right after I read it, oh I told you. God. I told you about that. It's it's a great book. It's fantastic. Um, it's maybe as sci-fi as I will go. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, that's probably about as sci-fi um, as you. And go. I don't even remember how I stumbled upon that one because I don't think it was presented to me as a sci-fi book. And I'm reading it, and I'm freaking out that the world I, is slowing down. I don't. That's I don't. I, I don't know if I would consider that book sci-fi. Really? No. I mean. Uh, I ended up like reading a lot of math afterwards mm-hmm. um, about like they're slowing down. Pretty much impossible. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, of what gravity? Yeah, because <laughs> it's just you know that's just not how science works. Yep. Um, you know, it's just like maybe if there was a big enough earthquake, because you know like we the Earth is from that last one that happened somewhere in South America with a really really big one. If you remember from a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. like we lost like two seconds in a day because oh. of that because we now like speed we're faster. Right, it's like there's crazy stuff with that, but I mean, it would have to be like an earth-shattering, yeah. Forgive the pun, oh God. earthquake. So here's your nightmares. Um, but uh, so I don't know if I would consider that that sci-fi because they, I mean, they went into what the ramifications were, but there wasn't like big science scenes of them trying to solve it and trying no. to speed the world back up. I no. mean, it didn't. They were just know, trying to to live through they it. They were trying to live through it. Right. right. It was a it was a big event. Yep. They were trying to live through. Okay. And I, I think I also kinda sometimes appreciate those. Like the road is one, this giant world thing. They never tell you why the apocalypse happened. They never told you what's going on. They didn't even tell you what country they're in. It's just like okay. this this just this story that's happening in the middle of all that that BS that's taking place. So I wanna find it's very I wa- insightful of you. Yeah. Hmm. I, I wanna find more books like that. Okay. So anyone listening has something else like that. There's a chance, don't be disappointed if I've read it, because yeah. I, I do read a lot about the world ending. because um, it's great. Um <laughs> and it's, prob- it's probably gonna happen. Um <laughs> But uh but yeah, that was I'm excited to read the next two. Cool. And then Lucas's book and then Jade's book. I've got a list. You're going to be busy. Yeah, it's going to be tough because yeah. I have to pack a house and move it mm-hmm. and do all you that stuff. You have movers stuff. doing that. I do have movers doing that. I have to get new floors. Mm-hmm. I have someone else doing that. It's just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's tough. But, but I, I will find time. Okay. So. Good. Okay. More important questions. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Oh, my God. I did. Are you going to, like, cancel your HBO subscription like everybody else? No, I'm not because I'm going to watch Chernobyl now. And I watched the first two episodes of that already. And is it awesome? It's incredibly good. Okay. Yeah. Highly recommend you watch it. Okay. I need to go read... Was you need it, to read the book. Was it Voices? Voices, Voices of Voices Chernobyl. Of Chernobyl. Yeah. yeah, I need to go read that. Um, because the first two episodes of this show, I could hear your voice explaining the book to me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it had... Oh my gosh, did they just explain a lot of the things that you are heard. So, let me ask you this, though. I realize there's a story behind it, but do they give the historical events, like why it happened, how it happened? Oh, yeah. Cool. It's okay. big time. Okay. Um, it's big time. Like, it's going on 
and they're getting into the like why and how it happened uh-huh. because the, the craziest thing to me and if you've ever heard anything about this it doesn't give it away but just actually seen it by by uh seeing it acted out on screen is they're like hey big doctors mm-hmm. like we're trying to do this like there's graphite on the ground outside mm-hmm. that means the reactor exp- the core exploded because I learned just from this, they sheathe all the rods in graphite because it makes it so the fission happens faster for, for nuclear fission. And they're all like, you didn't see graphite on the ground. I'm like, no, we, we totally did. Mm-hmm. And one of the doctors, the head scientist, is like, hey, you're, you're a nuclear scientist just like I am. I am. Tell me how a, rap, a, a, a core can explode. Tell me how that can happen. He's like, I don't know, but it did. And he's like, no, it didn't. If you can't explain it, then it didn't happen. I was like, yeah, it did. You should evacuate the cities right now. This is going to be really bad. In fact, I saw the firemen outside picking up the graphite with their bare hands. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you didn't. It's not graphite. Mm-hmm. By the next morning, all those firemen are dead. Mm-hmm. By the next morning, those two scientists that are talking, dead. Mm-hmm. Um, because they wouldn't listen children that they were bringing kind of to see the fire from a mile away dead mm-hmm. all because these guys with their hubris who couldn't be wrong were just saying nah it can't happen yeah. it can't happen guys i walked i looked down into the core i saw it explode on fire no you didn't what is wrong with you um and it's it's just uh the arrogance of man mm-hmm yeah. Right. That's a lot of things, though, like in history, right? Where, remember all those conspiracy people are like, no, the Holocaust didn't happen. You're like, screw you. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Like, yes, it did. I wasn't there, but I, like, I know it happened. I absolutely know it happened. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Just, I also, uh, like, never saw dinosaurs in real life, mm-hmm. but I also know that they're, they're real. Mm-hmm. They were real. Mm-hmm. So, like, come on, people. I've never seen a narwhal. I know they exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like one of those things. I've never seen it. I, I watch Planet Earth. Come yeah. on. Haven't you seen this on Planet Earth? Oh, that's how they get you. That's just government propaganda. Damn it. Planet Earth. Earth's flat. Nope. Um, so, yeah, you should you should watch Chernobyl. Okay. I, actually, I actually think you would like that one. Okay. Because it's not... It, it feels like a science fiction movie. Well, because that's what I missed. That really happened. That's what I missed from the book, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoyed, like, mm-hmm. the stories, but I wanted more of... As I told you, I wanted more of the historical events yeah. yeah and well it's like and the the coolest part like the the um this other agency starts getting like alarms that there's radiation in the air right and they start kind of figuring it out and they're in minsk mm-hmm. which i don't i mean that I, I know in approximation but i don't know how many miles away that is from 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 chernobyl but it's close mm-hmm. and this lady who's like the head nuclear physicist there they go through like all these back channels because russia's not talking about this and they're not saying anything though people are gonna die mm-hmm. and it goes through like how this lady that i looked up afterwards that basically russia was like we're not gonna ever publicize or talk about her name she forces her way through russian checkpoints and almost gets put in jail because she's like i know what's going on you're about to kill thousands of people because they're dropping sand and boron mm-hmm. on the thing they're saying if you do that if you do that all of the it's going to eventually turn that all into lava mm-hmm. it's going to explode the water tanks and you're looking at a bomb that's like 30 times the size of Hiroshima and all the people on this side of the continent will die she saved millions is she still alive? Uh, I don't know 
Well, this wasn't that long ago. Um, yeah, I would I would assume because she seemed to be like in her th- the actress is in her thirties, obviously. Okay. okay. You can tell that they don't even want to speak her name. No. Right. She no. saved millions of people. Everyone should know her name. Right, but it's it's like the 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 history of it mm-hmm. is is also fascinating. Cool. I don't know if any of it's been um, Hollywoodized. Hollywoodized. Is that a word? Uh, it is today. Sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, but great show. Two episodes in, I was really disappointed because HBO like had episode three up and like the the title of it, and I like kept clicking on it. I didn't realize in the far, in the bottom right hand corner it says coming next week in like this tiny little font. I was like, not oh, yet, so dummy. Mad. So mad. <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed the first two episodes of that more than I enjoyed the last episode of Game of Thrones. You know, I was fine with it. I was fine with it. Doesn't mean I I loved it. You were gonna be sad anyways. Mm. Would you rather be like disappointed that it's over, or like, oh my god, they they had so much more opportunity to do this, this, and this? So I'm I'm definitely the type of individual that's like I'm not sad that it's over I'm happy that it happened mm-hmm. type of deal because was it eight seasons? You're a walking cliche. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, sure. Sometimes <laughs> um, I can you give you like a sticker more. that says "shit happens." Everyone's in charge of their own good time, Beth. Um, uh, I mean, they could take risks. You know, ship, ships can stay in the harbor, but that's not what ships are for. I can come up with more if you want. No, I know a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think that, is that the first time we've ever cussed on the podcast. Shit happens. Yeah. Is that a bad word? Uh, I believe if my daughter said it in school, she'd get in trouble. Yeah. So I think that's usually my gauge for it. I try not to say it around my kids. If it's on a bumper sticker. <laughs> there. That's true. I have seen. Okay. Rethink that. <laughs> rethink that. Uh, um, okay. Well. Yeah. My wife swears in front of her kids all the time. My daughter I, I, I mean, it. I do. Yeah. 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 Not a great mom, but I'm still one. <laughs> <laughs> there's turns out there's not a test you have to take before you have kids. Um, but and I did at the top of this podcast ask how I could get rid of my kids for the summer. Yep. So mm-hmm. yep. um, I do love them. They're great kids. Yeah. They are. I they're just, very funny. They're uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They're either gonna be in jail or running companies. It's gonna be one or the other. Uh, well, since you have twins, one it each? could be both. Oh my god, that's like a totally story. Uh huh. Yep. If I could, if I could write, which I can't. Get a ghostwriter. Call Jessica. <laughs> Jessica, I got a story for you. <laughs> a story for you. Yeah. Meet my crazy kids. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Game of Thrones. I mean, was that eight seasons or was that seven seasons? Whatever it was. Eight. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. eight years of pure entertainment. Yeah. Always excited. How many different conversations Wasn't do you think? Was it more than eight years, technically? Because they, okay, like... they took a year in between. Uh-huh. So it's called a decade. Yeah. Probably probably ten years. Yeah. You know, and I've read the books. Um, so just out of that one story, I mean, thousands of hours of conversation mm-hmm. and talking to you about my theories about what's going to happen next once they got out of the books, which I was right a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I was impressed. I was 0% right any time this season, however, because <laughs> I gave you like three or four and all of them were wrong mm-hmm. horribly. Uh, but no, I'm not as upset as like 98% of the internet, it mm-hmm. seems to be. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I'm going to watch the whole series again. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I, I, my brain. I, I, I think we're out of talking points. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, my, my children didn't allow me a lot of sleep last night. So. Yeah. I was collecting body fluids. Yay, parenthood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and you're trying to give them away. Well, you're trying to give away your sick children. I'll, I'll take one of my sick kids for your baby. Oh, man. I, my baby just turned one over the weekend. And you can't have him. I like him okay. a lot. All right. You could borrow him. Can you take mine? No. For the summer? For, so you borrow my child for how long? We, you know what? We can't negotiate children. It's true. Yeah. Okay. I did have to fill out a form the other day. I can't remember what it was for. I was signing up for something. Um, and the exact words in the form were, how many children do you own? <laughs> do you own? <laughs> do you own? Huh. It wasn't, how many children do you have? It was, do you own? And I was like... Uh, I'm pretty sure she owns me. Yeah, my and kids totally own yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. My kids own me. I'm sure that like the expletives in their mind when they're talking to me, um, or when they're talking about me to their friends are, you know, I can't say it on this podcast because I'm sure it's bad words, but mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah, they own me. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, and and I will do what they need because that's the only way I know how to survive. Yeah, yeah fair thank god i have a job yeah. i can escape for a while yeah eight hours a day Yay. sometimes 10 <laughs> all right well we're gonna have a lot to talk about next yes. time uh and i'm excited these are these I, are two pretty i'm excited too books. <laughs> well i know i know you were in a book funk a little bit of a book funk so hopefully this pulls you out of the book yes funk. so yeah so, well, thank you, Jessica Berry. Yes. Thank you, Sylvain Nouveau. Yes. You have made the last two weeks for us pretty awesome. You absolutely have. Yeah. All right. And with that, Beth, please remember. The book is always better. The book is always better. <laughs>